Hello, and welcome to another episode of Breaking the Capsule. Here we open the capsule on several health conditions and concerns that may help you gain knowledge to better your well-being. How's it going, Nan? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, weather a little bit better than last week, I suppose. Yeah. Not as much thunder. Oh, that was crazy lightning last week. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, like, because you know how I always drive back home or go to work on the freeway? Mm, yeah. Because yeah. you can see, like, lightning just keeps striking, striking. Mm. Crazy. Kind of looked like Thor was coming to Earth. Mm. And you know what song I play during my Lightning drive? and the Thunder? No, I just play Thunder. Thunder, By Imagine Dragons. <laughs> nice. Just get in the mood and just cruise through. On repeat? On repeat. Nice. You know it. But then, you know what's annoying? Because um, mm. uh, they use my Spotify account work. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because so. the, cause they just take random people's Spotify yeah, yeah. account. Because we don't have Spotify account work. Yeah. So... I finish at five. Work finish at six. Yeah. So and my subscription is only one hour. Uh, one one user. One screen. Yeah. 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 So uh, a lot of time I play the music and then suddenly it gets stop. So basically I just keep fighting with people at work. I oh. want to listen to my own music. <laughs> so they're trying to play it on 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 at the store and on a, a, a store. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sad. Does it? Does one of you eventually give up and then? Oh, I'll never give up. No. Nah, I'm so. in my car. I can press any time. <laughs> Uh, I know. You know I don't give up, bro. Never give up. Mm. Just like futsal. Oh, yeah. So, uh, how's futsal going? (laughs) Well, we're still not giving up, but we still haven't won a game. Alrighty. And I think there's only like seven games left. Oh, okay. But yeah, for the last few weeks, we are so close to winning. Yeah. So, so close. I I, I, I don't think I'm the problem. You know why? Because I didn't play last week. Okay. And we play against pretty weak team. Weak team, okay. But we didn't win. Ooh. So I don't think I'm the problem. So if you had played against the weak team, possibly could have won. I don't think so. No, no, okay. Still. But not as bad. No, we didn't lose badly last week. Only like 3-2. Oh, okay. The the week before I play, yeah. we lost 5-4. We was 3-0 up. Yeah. Yeah, we three nil up, and then three one, and then no, no, sorry, it's two nil up, and then three one, and then three all, and four three. In the last second, last last ten second, just so sad. We got one red card, and one of our main player got injured halfway, so that's why. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so. Back to the topic today, um, we decided to do a sort of a fun podcast mm-hmm. where the top 10 most commonly counseling points in pharmacy, this is just our just, own opinions, yeah. but it can be quite useful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's start with the first one. Yeah. Um, with antidepressant medications, you see a lot of people say you shouldn't stop the medication abruptly. Uh, and on the box as well, there will be a brow color label, label mm. number nine. Say, don't stop it abruptly. So the reason why we say that is because uh, antidepressant medication, because they work on the neurochemical in the brain, it takes some time for it to be washed out of your body as well. If you suddenly stop the medication from a high dose to like zero, you will get all this anxiety, you might get like sort of withdrawal symptoms. Mm-hmm. So that's why if you 
are told to stop it, you got to win it off over like two, three days periods or a week periods. Depends on what medication it is. Uh, and your dose. Yeah. Normally, the doctors or the pharmacists will have a plan for you to win it off as well. Uh, same with a lot of other medication, there are win off periods. Yeah. Okay. So the next one is uh, ACE inhibitors. So these are basically blood pressure medications. Now, a common side effect of them is a dry cough. So if you're on it and you get a dry cough, um, it's important you tell your pharmacist or your doctor that, or if you're seeing another doctor, that you're on these ACE inhibitors. So a common one is like Ramipro. So basically, the enzyme that breaks down something called bradykinin is an inflammatory mediator, and that's thought to be the cause of the dry cough. So you might go to the pharmacy and get like a dry cough mixture because you think it's just like I'm coming down with a cold or something like that. Um, but if it's persistent, then that means it's most likely coming from your medication. Um, in this instance, usually the doctor might change it to an, uh, something called a sartan, um, which is works on a similar line, but it basically avoids that bradykinin. Um, so that sort of just helps eliminate the dry cough, but you also still have your blood pressure managed. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the next one is the, um, which is quite common as well, um, is the um, when you take reflux medications. Um, so I I mentioned this in our previous podcast when we talk about reflux medication. So when you're on long term use of this medication, there's a high chance that you have deficiency in vitamin B12. So um, what does vitamin B12 important for? So it's help with a lot of functions, so especially with your nerve functions and your memory as well. So um, that's why I always recommend people who have to be on long-term uh, reflux medication, go get a test done because uh, you might get a bit of numbness, ting- tingling in your fingers or you your memories might not be as good. That are those symptoms of uh, B12 deficiency. I mean, it could be something else as well, but m- quite high chance if you're on uh, reflux medication or proton pump in- inhibitor, that is the case. So uh, see the doctors, uh, get a blood test done. If you are deficiency in B12, you can get uh, infusions every three months, or you can even take supplements every day. Uh, B12 can also be fine in uh, meat as well, so increased meat intake. But yeah, if you're vegan, then you might have to go on the supplement pathway. And kind of flashback to our five-minute production video of how does SMEPRAZOL work. Yeah. yeah. Quite a lot cool. of views on that, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Haven't really looked at it in a while, but might get to it. Anyway, the next one, so in terms of eye drops. So say if you're putting more than one drop of eye drops or if you've got more than one type of eye drop, wait about five minutes before you put the next drop in. So this usually helps keep the first drop from being washed out by the second one and also help with absorption. So wait around five minutes so that the first one can work and then you can put the second drop in or the second um, different medication. So then that way it's not just all bubbling up in your eye and then just comes out. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, Another tip that you can also do is uh, massage the duct here oh, on yeah. the corner of your eye so mm-hmm. that help with the drops stay there so stay. you can get the efficacy and also sort of prevent you getting the bitter taste at the back of your throat mm. okay 
so the next very common one is re related to using the Ventolin puffers or any asthma or COPD puffer. So a lot of cases where um, the instruction will be you use two puff at one time. So a lot of people think that means you press the puffer twice while you, you're doing all of those, you know, holding the breath and uh, breathing out slowly. But it's actually you have to do one and then you do complete all the steps and then you do the second one because um, that's a better way for you to retain more medication inside your lungs compared to just do two puffs all at once. Um, and another way that you can improve the medication retention rate is to use a um, spacer as well. Uh, we did mention about it because without spacer, you only keep about 20% to 30% okay. but with the spacer that's a lot more that's like almost double the amount of medications so definitely yeah. so the next one is antihistamine so quite commonly used um, for hay fever or allergies um, so basically if you're finding that the antihistamine that you're using isn't really working as well as it did maybe like a few months ago um, it could be that your body's not really responding to it well so you might have to switch to a different one so there are two main types there's the ones that can cause drowsiness or you've got your non-drowsy ones um, so usually just switch around between because there's a couple different types in each category so if you're finding one doesn't really work just try another one and go from there and that should usually alleviate any symptoms okay so um, the next medication is called olistat so um I mean, it's not a very, very common medication, but it's quite. It used to be used quite a lot. Nowadays, there's a few other options. Uh, it's normally being used for weight loss. So how they work is to prevent absorption of about thirty percent of your dietary fat um, when after after your meal and things like that. So it's normally used for people whose BMI is above thirty or BMI above twenty seven with other cardiovascular risk factor so how you normally do it is to take uh, 120 milligram three times a day with your meals um, uh, so you can take it with it or one hours after but you try to avoid um, high fat diet because if you do that you can get quite fatty or oily stool so um, it can be quite unpleasant as well when you take them so the next one is nasal sprays. So I'm not sure if you've had people come in after they've already finished a bottle saying that they want to get another one and it's been like a week. It's actually very quite quite common. Common, yeah. Uh, I have a lot of, I think just the other week, this person has been on it for about three weeks. Three weeks? Yeah, and then... Using every day? Using every day. Oh and then they he, he came in and then... Uh, at first, it was the assistant come in and like she thought just a normal transaction, just, nothing. Yeah. And then I heard he say something about three weeks <laughs> and then nasal spray. So I was like, oh, okay. So I I was busy, but then I was like, oh, I have to have to come out and then see what's happening. So I talked to the guy and realized that he's been on it for three weeks. So I explained to him the reason why, which you will talk about later. Uh, and then I start recommending him other stuff or have to go see the doctors as well because clearly there's some other problems that 
we don't know about. Mm. Okay. So, like Nan was saying, the reason behind it is um, basically you, can't, you shouldn't be using it more than five days. So make sure that you keep to the dose and that the treatment time is up to five days. And this is to minimize the risk of experiencing something called rebound congestion, which can actually take several weeks to reverse, depending on the severity. So there's two possible causes. Um, using the nasal decongestion can cause inadequate blood supply because it constricts your blood vessels because it's trying to dry everything up. And so that can cause the swelling to occur in your nasal passages. Um, it also causes the nasal receptors that respond to decongestants to downregulate. So it becomes less in number, and then that can lead to congestion as well. So if you feel like you've used it for five days and it's not working, chances are you might have to try something else or at least have a few days break before restarting it. Yeah, because um, to be honest, like in terms of, because I get uh, sinus problems mm. all the time, like I only use uh, nasal decongestion when I desperate yeah. or like I need to sleep or something like that. I normally just try to get away with using the saline spray, you know, the rinsing yeah. bottle. Cause that one's actually really, really good. It's help cleans out everything as well, mm. and might take some pseudo so, to yeah. uh, to do that and keep me awake at work, which is right. good. Not 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 making meth with it, but that's just mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. I how I roll. Um, okay, so the next point is on um, antibiotic for UTI, which is urinary tract infections. So you've probably seen a lot of time where the doctors or the pharmacists that will tell you that try to take it at night time just before bed. The reason because is when you go to bed, uh, you sleep all night and you don't really go to the toilet. So there's a lot of urine there and the bacteria con- uh, count is really high during that time because it doesn't get excreted. So if you take it at night just before bed, the tablet will stay in there as well to help reduce the concentration of the bacteria in your urine throughout the night. So help with treating it and prevent further complications of UTI throughout the treatment. If lucky we are guys, we don't get a lot of UTI. Not too much, not too common. But if if we do, then that's a then that's a big one. <laughs> severe problems. Yeah, but yeah. Nah. Lucky. Do you do you happen to know like you know how the Alprim box comes in seven tablets? Mm. But I'm pretty sure the dose is meant to be three. Yeah, days. three days for uh, women. Yeah, five days for men. I think. Yeah. But you can take up to seven days if it's more severe if case. It's severe. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it's sort of a waste. Yeah, because I was thinking if you only use it for three days, do you just like I guess most people would keep the box in case it comes back again. Yeah, and then come to the question from last week where you know use the old antibiotic mm, for the exactly. same thing. Uh, but I suppose that's how I mean. Hopefully they might review it. Yeah. I don't think it will come because yeah. it's been like this for so long. For so long, yeah. yeah. And our last one, also related to UTI. So there's a product called Hiprex and Ural, which is the sodium bicarbonate. Um, there might be different pharmacy versions of that. But basically, if you've got a UTI, best not to use the Hiprex and the Ural because it's less effective when used together. So the reasoning behind it is because the Hiprex works by helping acidify the urine, so that makes a lower urinary uh, pH, 
whereas urals alkaline base helps to neutralize the acidic urine so it's kind of working against each other yeah that's right and actually urals and hiprex do interact with a few other antibiotic which normally use for uti as well mm. so got to be really careful when you take these products uh, yeah. and when you prescribe with antibiotic it's actually quite common that i see these problems and i have to and then they will come back like oh this doesn't work for me so mm. i just have to tell them to stop taking those and then just focus on the antibiotic mm. until it's all fixed up yeah more of a case of where one thing works better than using two or three things together that's right yeah so that's the our top 10 uh commonly counseling points in pharmacy uh it's sort of a short one not really uh but if again if you have any questions or if you want us to cover some more uh drop us an email at contact at breaking the or follow us on our social media um anything else for this week no that's in a capsule in a capsule that's good so we'll see you guys next week see Bye. you then All of the information provided on this podcast is for educational purposes only. If you have any questions, please see your healthcare professional.